Hello, everyone, and welcome to Watch and Walk podcast with Ebenezer. This podcast aims at inspiring you to trust in God and obey His Word every day. Be edified as you listen to this exhortation. Hello, friend. This is Ebenezer, and I believe you are doing well by God's grace. Well, for the past two weeks, I've been dealing with the topic, Lord, teach us to pray. The first week, I looked at the concept of the Christian prayer, what it is, what is the meaning of prayer in the Christian context. And last week, I looked at the question, why should we pray? Why should the Christian pray? Today, I'm going to look at how should the Christian pray. And I'm going to respond to this question by looking at what Jesus prayed about or what Jesus prayed for. And as I share these thoughts, my hope is that it will give you an idea of how Jesus prayed and how you can pray as a faithful follower of Christ. Now, before I deal with what Jesus prayed about, let me throw out these thoughts for you to just reflect on. What you pray for determines what you live for. What you pray for determines how you live your life. Your lifestyle as a Christ follower is an indication of your prayer topics. Prayer determines and empowers purpose. Purpose also determines prayer. Your prayer topics reflect your heart desires and your heart desires reflect who you are. I encourage you to think about these statements in the light of what I'm going to share about the prayer life and the teachings of Jesus Christ. So as I said, to help us know how to pray as Christians, the key question I'm going to address is, what did Jesus spend most of his prayer time on? In other words, what were his major prayer concerns? Based on my reading of the New Testament, this is my view on that um, question. As a human being, Jesus prayed for wisdom, uh, divine strength, and direction to fulfill God's will for his life. One passage in the New Testament that gives us a good idea of God's will for Jesus Christ is in Luke 4, 18-19, uh, where Jesus says about himself, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. For me, this passage, which many biblical scholars um, term as the mission statement of Jesus, informed the prayer life of Jesus Christ. That's what occupied his attention, and that's what I think he spent most of his prayer time talking to his father about. In addition to this point, Jesus also knew that God's will for him was to die for the sin of the world. Even before Jesus was killed, John the Baptist called him the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. In his earthly ministry, Jesus on many occasions predicted that he would die and be raised on the third day. For instance, in John chapter 10, verse 17 and 18, Jesus said, Therefore, my Father loves me because I lay down my life that I may take it again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down and I have power to take it again. This command I have received from my Father. When you study the life of Jesus Christ, his earthly ministry, you realize that he was so committed to fulfilling this uncomfortable but divine will that even when his flesh or his natural feelings got in the way of God's will, he prayed passionately until angels came to strengthen him so that he could fully submit to God's will for his life. And so when there was conflict between his human or natural will and his father's will, he prayed so earnestly that according to Luke chapter 22, his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground. The third thing that I believe Jesus prayed about a lot was the life of his disciples. At one time, he told Simon, um, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift all of you as wheat, but I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith will not fail. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. So Jesus you know, basically prayed that his disciples would be faithful. They would be faithful followers of the narrow way. To this end, um, John 17 helps us understand that he prayed that they will be united. He prayed that they will have love for each other. They will have that agape love. They will be protected from demonic forces. 
and that God would sanctify them by his word so that they could remain in him. And now let me make this point. One difference that I have seen between Jesus and us, his disciples of today, is that Jesus as the eternal son of God and as an individual human being knew and lived out God's specific will for his life. We do not have that specific knowledge as individual human beings. But then let me say, this specific will or purpose of Jesus has become the revealed or the general will of God for every human being who follows Christ, for the community of believers, for the church of God, for the body of Christ. And so this is my point. You don't need to know the specific or unrevealed will of God for your life before you live out this revealed or generic will of God in Christ for humanity. For example, you don't need to know unrevealed issues like whether you're going to be a doctor, a teacher, a pastor or a lawyer as an individual before you start living as a Christian, as a Christ follower. So if you want to know how to pray well, let the revealed will of God in Christ and in scriptures form the basis of your prayer life. Let God's concern be your major prayer concern. Let God's concern about peace, about holiness, about righteousness, about justice in your world occupy your prayerful attention. One thing I've noticed about the Christian life is that the more you pray about God's revealed will and seek to live it out, the more you discern God's specific will or purpose for you as an individual in his kingdom. So when you hear Jesus asking you to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, Remember that this journey of continual search, of pursuit of God's kingdom and his righteousness begins on your knees, not on your feet. I will continue these teachings on prayer, God willing, next week. Until we meet again, may the Spirit of the Lord teach all of us to pray. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you for listening to Watch and Walk Podcast with Ebenezer. Watch and Walk podcast comes to you this and every Wednesday. To get notifications of new episodes, please subscribe. This podcast is brought to you by Watch and Walk Ministry. Visit us at watchandwalk.org to learn more about this ministry. God bless you.